and welcome to the first explicit episode of Navigating Adulthood and IDD. In this episode, we talk about how we are adults and express ourselves as such. So please enjoy this unfiltered episode of Navigating Adulthood and IDD with the Wayfaring Band. Welcome back to Navigating Adulthood and IDD. It has been a minute, but I'm super excited to be interviewing Jen and Jocelyn from the Wayfaring Band today. So the Wayfaring Band offers road trips, far-flung adventures, and a fellowship program for emerging social leaders, serving adults who experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, as well as neurotypical leadership fellows. We're going to kind of dig into all of that today in our conversation. So to get started, uh, would you both mind giving like a short introduction about yourself and maybe your relationship to the Wayfaring Band? Okay. Um, So my name is Jocelyn Roy, and I am a board member with the Wayfaring Band. Um, I'm also a band member with the Wayfaring Band. I also co-facilitate the Bicocus group. So I do uh, quite a few things with the... um, with the Wayfaring Band, and I'm also an artist at Access Gallery, and I'm also a Smoothie Bus employee, and so um, that's my history. Awesome. Yeah, Jocelyn, you fill a lot of different roles with the Wayfaring Band, even that alone. Very cool. Um, my name is Jen Ganun. I'm the Programs and Partnerships Manager with the Wayfaring Band. I got started with the band as a fan first. I started going to their fundraisers uh, twice a year. Uh, we have really fun fundraisers that are local. And I started going to those parties to get to know different Wayfarers and what they do. And then I was signed up to be an artist in residence. So my first introduction to the band was through their artist program. I actually couldn't fulfill that role because of um, a health situation that I was going through at the time, but remained a fan and then started working with them in their office and then on the road eventually as well. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, that artist in residence program. I was reading about that yesterday. It's very cool. And like, so you guys have an artist come with you on the trips? That's right. Yeah. For every tour that we have, we invite an artist in residence to come with us and uh, they fill the role in adventuring and participating in the conversations that we're having. They're there to be a peer to our adult friends who experience IDD. And then after the tour, they create an ode to their adventure. And it's usually in whatever medium they you know, practice at home, um, whether they're a dancer, singer, songwriter, visual artist, they create an ode to their adventure that usually just kind of captures the essence of the tour. Um, And it acts kind of in a, um, as like a twofold experience. So it's one, a great reminder of what the tour felt like. And for our friends who were actually on the tour, it reminds us what it felt like. And then it also is something that we share with the larger community. So um, everybody else can kind of see what the Wayfaring Band is all about. That's really cool. I'll have to make sure to link that in the description after the episode so people can kind of see this kind of like um, odes uh, to the adventures. Yeah, it's a really beautiful program because it can be hard to explain, I think, what the Wayfaring Band does and, and why 
it's so cool um, because there are so many different aspects of it. You know, it's it's very obviously an adventure with friends, but there are so many things and layers underneath it that feel just as special as adventuring. Um, and I think an artist can really capture that. I mean, Jocelyn knows because she's an artist herself, but Jocelyn, you've also seen a lot of our odes where um, it can be hard to explain what we do, but the artist ode can kind of capture that all in, in one piece. So <clears throat> when I, um, I met a couple of different artists with the, I met a couple artists uh, with the, the Wayframe Band. So like some of them, like, you know, like talk to me about like my history or want to get to know me. And so I relate to them because I'm an artist myself, as Jen said. Um, so like, you know, it's amazing how whatever they create into all the Wayframe Band and it's, it's just how they see things. I mean, as an artist, you see things differently than other people would see. And so like with me being part of Wayframe Band, I see a lot of artists that actually become bar, um, band, I mean, uh, roadies. And so, and it's like, they really are interested in being a part of it. And then we act, some of them I, um, I'm connected with and made friends with and um, lifetime friends. Um, so, but yeah, it's, you know, it's really awesome to have so many different artists. Like it's not just a, like the visual arts. It could be dance, it could be singing, it can be anything with that's, that's the artist. And so, I mean, with a lot of, a lot of different people doing um, their own different mediums, it actually brings the band more exciting and more, it brings it more alive. Oh, I love that. Yeah, there's like a cool aspect with the artist that the Wayfaring, I feel like that helps the Wayfaring band really stand out is you have like this adventure piece, but like this really rich like creative arts piece that you guys are describing that helps express that adventure and like connects do you two community members that are artists as well? So that's just a really cool. Do you guys know where that came from? Like in the development of the Wayfaring Band? One of the founders of the Wayfaring Band is an artist herself. So I think it was just essentially right. a part of what she wanted to do. And, you know, she knew that artists can be on the forefront of conversation and change. So it just felt like it was a, a necessary um, thing to include in our work. Yeah. I mean, as an artist myself, a musician, I agree. So I think that's super cool. Yeah. 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 And you know, what Jocelyn said too, um, that's kind of interesting about the Wayfaring Band, a little bit like my story is a lot of folks get connected to us and fill one role in the very beginning, like a band member, and then they become a co-facilitator of the BIPOC caucus, and then they're invited to be on the board. And there's lots of different ways that people can stay connected to the Wayframe Band. Um, and just like Jocelyn said, we've had people who have come as leadership fellows or as artists in residence, and then they're invited to be roadies, which are our contracted staff members that keep us all safe on the road. So there are many different ways to uh, start with the Wayframe Band and then continue a relationship with us. Right. I love all the different names to kind of take it a step back too. 
where did the name like wayfaring band come from and like as a musician i think i thought you guys were a band like a like a music musical band at first so then i was but i mean it's just as cool so i was like oh wait it's different it's cool yeah jocelyn do you know about that story how we got the name no actually i no actually i don't really know uh how it actually started but always been curious yeah. So I think what's really interesting is, you know, we've, we have this kind of tagline now where it's, you know, we're not a rock and roll band, but we are a band of travelers. So Wayfaring is just a traveling group of people. But it was also, you know, although it can feel a little confusing, a lot of folks think that we're a musical project. It's pretty intentional, actually, to have this band vibe. Um, because in our community, a lot of folks with IDD are infantilized and, um, you know, we can talk about like, uh, oh, sweet baby angels and, and kind of talk to adults like they're children. And we don't like that. And we don't value that. We value adults as adults and adults do cool things and adults do adult things. So we lean into the band vibe because it's kind of essentially cool, you know, to be a part of a band. So, you know, our t-shirts say I'm with the band and we lean into some of the um, language that would go along with a musical project like roadies and tour, because we want to highlight that we are as a group of, um, people that are neurodiverse. We are cool, you know? Yeah. It's like, you're not a rock and roll band, but you are. <laughs> yeah. We got that vibe. <laughs> more, of a ba- more of a badass band. Yeah. Right. I love that. A badass band. That's right, Jocelyn. Yeah. A lot of what, um, you know, internally is kind of our goal. And I think what shows when we're on the road is that we are, we are showcasing to the world. We are modeling what it can feel like to be a part of a neurodiverse group of friends who do cool things together. Um, sometimes it feels like we're the first time that, Um, like a community member has run into a group like us who's at a bar having drinks, dancing, you know, partying. And um, it feels like that's really important is for us to just showcase this is who we are. We're proud of it. And you can have cool friends like this too, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I made some uh, lifetime friends, you know? I mean, I... I never thought in my in my wildest dreams that you know I have great support system with the Wayfaring Band. It's like I mean the first time I ever met them and it was with my mom, and um, I was a little nervous. I didn't know what to expect, um, and then you know it, it was amazing. You know, it was beautiful. It was like the first time on my trip and it was very fun. And then um, what always touches me is when um, like my mom passed about almost three years ago and Kendall and Jen and Isaiah came to my mom's service and they just met me like in August. And my mom passed away in December and that 
you know, that always just, like, sticks with me because, like, you know, I was going through a lot of family stuff with, I mean, the support I had with them. It was just, I knew that they will always be there for me no matter what. And and it just, it still touches me. I mean, I can tell this story probably 10, 15 years down the road, and it's it just sticks with me. And it's like, they they were there for me and I really appreciate that and I and I'm grateful to be a part of the band it's like and yes I was like yeah well I'm whatever you need I'm, I'm here and so that's why I'm like I'm always will be there for them because they were there for me for the toughest time of my life yeah thanks for sharing that Jocelyn I can tell it's such like a valuable community that the Wayfaring Band has, like, built. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you get to travel. Yeah, you get to have fun. And then, and then these artists get to, like, make these odes about the trips. But there's so much more. Like, I think, Jen, you were touching on that. Like, there's these layers to it. And that's mm-hmm. such a, a very deep, resonating one, Jocelyn, where it's like, these people are there for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always going to be there for them because they were there for me first. And... I'm very grateful that they were there for me. And that was the most touchingest thing. I mean, like, if you need anything, I'm here. And, I mean, you have Kendall taking me to the airport and Jen picking me up and taking me to the airport and for the Wayframe Band stuff and going. It's just like they're, they're here. I mean, this is legit and... I mean, I will tell people, like, this is where, I mean, if I run into anybody that's, like, has a disability, um, that you should consider joining this because this is not just for tra- travel, but it's like you you build a family. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what the Wayfaring Band is all about, is building family and building relationships. And you build, like, lifetime friends and and that's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I had my next question actually was why travel? But I feel like you're, you like answered it is more, it's more than travel. Yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, Jocelyn, what, what you're talking about kind of reminds me of one of our core values is mutual aid. Um, and we talk a lot about that when we are traveling you know, we're adventuring together, but we're also having these cool conversations about anti-oppression and, and our gifts and our needs and how we show up for each other and how we connect um, with people that are different from us and how we stay connected, things like that, like building community and family. And with one of our values being mutual aid, we really explicitly practice being of service because we feel like that Um, lifts that up and that we can learn to work together, not just while we're actually traveling and and adventuring together, but how are we staying connected after and and being a support to each other? Yeah. Well, I love that value of mutual aid. I feel like you don't always hear that term. So I I like that, like defined and like, just like a very strong core value of y'all. Like it makes a lot of sense hearing like what Jocelyn's saying too. Mm. Awesome. 
Well, another question I had is like, what all do you offer? So you have these trips and they're called adventures. Are they all like big things? Are there like smaller events too? Um, so <clears throat> the Wayfaring Band does a lot of different uh, variety of things. So like, um, of course we do the travel and then uh, when the pandemic happened, uh, we also uh, did virtual trips and dance parties. Um, we done like um, we do fundraisers. We um, we're coming up on our ten year. Um, hopefully, you can come, Bonnie. Um, a ten year uh, with the Wayfaring Band celebrating that in November twelfth. Um, so. Um, it's just that, I mean, it's like it's like more than you can ever imagine because there's always something new. It's never like like consistent stuff. It is consistent, but it's more like there's always something added on. Um, there's gonna be a speed dating uh, thing coming up in November first uh, for. People with disabilities that are single, that's myself, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily you have to date them or anything, maybe just make a friend, like, you know, like to hang out with, it's not necessarily that either. Um, it's just like there's, and then we have the bicaucus group for people of color with disabilities that we talk about different issues and then everything that we say in the bicaucus group is, stays confidential. So it's like, there's there's always something new coming coming in the Wayframe Band, but it, it's always like, it's, it's something that's needed. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way, like whatever is needed with the Wayframe Band, like they try to, um, create that for other people with disabilities because it it might not have the same stuff like you know like some people with disabilities have um social um social that has hard time socializing and then there's some people that are you know that are um just you know there's not a lot of options like you know like some day programs or anything don't offer what the wayfaring does, wayfaring band does, and so it it varies. And um, and the thing is, what it will always be is for people for um, people that are adults, because this is an adult stuff, and we do adult things. We don't go to Chuck E. Cheese and or anything like that. Um, so it's more like adults. And so you've treated as an adult. It's like it's a it's I could call it more of like a social networking kind of thing for people with disabilities that you know that that don't get that and other uh, resources that they probably don't even know. And so it's important to have um, the Wayframe Band to to be inclusive and. It's non-judgmental. It doesn't matter what religion, your race, your disability is. All it is is you come with a with a um, open mind and a clean heart. 
a clear heart or sometimes a person that has um, severe dis, uh, severe depression and it's like sometimes going to therapy isn't enough. And so going to like one of our functions or one of our trips, sometimes it brings, well, not sometimes, but it, it most likely brings more, um, more joy in your life. And some people don't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear like, it's uh, essentially the way of Fragrant Brands creating like these open, accessible, inclusive, needed spaces that you're describing, Jocelyn, and all those cool, like different events is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's something I could see there being a need for in the community, like the speed dating. It can be, it's hard for any adult to like meet people and so to have that space that's really inclusive for ev- everybody's need is it's um it sounds like that's kind of the mission of the wayfaring band those social open spaces exactly and and the thing is what some caregivers or parents don't always understand too is it's not that um it, it's it's good to have them there but then you know sometimes it's like you need they need to like step back a little bit so that's why when we travel with the wayfaring band there's no not to my knowledge to um there's no caregiver or no uh parent traveling with the wayfaring band when we do these trips so it's like it's a little freedom like you know space from your parent or your caregiver and so like, you know, some parents or caregivers are like a little concerned, like, is my kid, is my, per- my, my kid going to be okay? Or do, is there going to be like any big support? And then sometimes, um, some caregivers, um, are very understanding about that and some are not. And, and, you know, people with disabilities were adults and we have lives and so it's not like you know people that have um that are that don't have a disability you know they they do they you know there's people that pay their bills and live on their own and stuff and so there's some people with disabilities that have jobs and they live on their own and take bills and everything so it's just like we 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 do have the same thing, but we're also just have a little bit of a need than, than the others, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Jocelyn, I, I, I totally hear you on that. I think one of the things that's kind of um, special about the Wayfaring Band is that because we're recognizing that all of us have gifts and needs and that we want to we want to adventure. We want to do it in a supported environment. We want to offer that to everybody. So we are meeting people where they are, wherever their gifts are, wherever their needs are. We want to be able to serve each other. And when we're traveling as a group, we have our roadies with us. Those are five members of our band while we're traveling. And there are trained staff members and and they are keeping us safe. It is their job to be a caregiver in a sense. And it is also their job to be a peer, to be a friend, to be another person who has a need as well. 
You know, when I travel as a roadie, I'm explicit about my gifts and I'm pretty clear about my needs too. And I will, you know, lean on Jocelyn if I need to, if I need a laugh, some joy, if I need to have some fun, um, things like that. So we are meeting each other where we are so we can travel without our typical caregivers, parents, um, whoever is is supporting us at home. We're still providing that. It just may feel quite different because it's not coming from our typical caregivers. And then also, too, it makes people, in my experience, like it's more like, you know, more open. Like, you know, like I can say what I want and I can express what I feel and not like, you know, sometimes like if you have a strict person that can't, you know, cuss, can't cuss at the house, cuss at here. And express yourself as expressing who you are. And, and that's what that's all about. And that's why it's important with the Wayframe Band, with us people with disabilities that need the Wayframe Band, because there's, there's nothing like it in every, I mean, every organization that I've been a part of, it's never been so dope. Like, I, I mean, I mean, Smoothie Bus, yes, it's dope. I mean, I just started about a year ago, but we're getting dope. Um, but, you know, far as, far as, like, you know, having a person, having that freedom to travel and, and everything is, you know, you're, it's, it's perfect for people that, you know, that needs that extra friendship and there's, um, there's lots of different things, you know, I mean, I'm friends with a, uh, different people with the Wayfaring Band, people that are with disabilities and one that are non-disabled. And so it's, it brings a very good community out. Yeah. And I mean, you just, you also had just hit a really, I think, important point too, Jocelyn, where it was like, I think a lot of people can relate to there's just some things that you're not going to talk about with your parents. There's there's just some some things and maybe you want to talk with other people about it and want to be open and express yourself. But there's just, you know, it's just that relationship. It's just how it goes. There's just some things. No, I'm not going to talk to my mom or dad about that. And yeah, I want to talk to my friends about that. Um, And then but if that's your caretaker, uh, there's just not that like time or space necessarily. But then the Wayfaring Band can provide that kind of independence away from home with that mutual aid that you guys are describing where you're still meeting each other's needs and getting supports that you need but like have that little bit of like freedom so that it can be dope because I definitely can relate to like yes there's there's some things where like at a Thanksgiving table we're gonna talk about this and and there's a lot of topics that are not not gonna be spoken where maybe if I was out with my friends on a vacation yeah we'd be chatting it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those conversations, they're happening, you know, authentically and just naturally as people right. are meeting each other, getting to know each other. Some of them are facilitated through the Wayfaring Band. You know, we have this, these intentional conversations throughout the tours where we are opening up space for people to share their experience. Maybe this is an evening where we're talking about, um, what it feels like to be a disabled woman in the world. And, um, you know, maybe we're talking about microaggressions and how do we cope with that? And what's the root cause of that? And what can we do 
um, you know, especially as neurotypical adults, what can we do to break down some of those barriers and make our world more accessible? So there's lots of space to share your own personal experience. There's lots of space to explore the systems that we live in and, and what we're doing as a group of people who give a shit to change that, you know? Exactly. I love that so much. Like just creating those spaces that are needed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have both touched a lot on like, making experiences accessible and like through that mutual aid. Are there other, uh, any other like examples of, about how the Wayfaring Band makes their experiences accessible? So, okay. So each of us have different disabilities. So like uh, when we do like events and stuff, so we have to make sure it's um, wheelchair, walker, cane accessible. Um, so when we do events or something, um, so, so we can feel more inclusive. And so, um, so everything that they, everything that the Wayfaring Band is about is, uh, about accessibilities. And, um, so that's a really strong thing that's uh about and um some trips that we did do that wasn't too accessible with um and then if it's not accessible we're gonna throw a sticker on you and say you're not accessible (laughs) so um so we try to make it more like for people that that has these devices um they to make it more inclusive and so they could always feel welcome. And so that's the biggest key is accessibility. That's the n- number one thing with the Wayfaring Band is accessibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what we try to do every year is we usually do six to eight tours per year. There's usually one a month in our travel season. And then we'll sometimes take the month off when we're doing a big fundraiser. So we usually have about six to eight tours throughout the year. Some of them are a little bit more local, are a little shorter in variation. Those are usually for friends that are maybe new to travel without caregivers and new to travel with, with friends. Um, and new to the Wayfaring Band. And then we have some other tours that are national, international, that are usually longer in time. And um, I think, Jocelyn, what you're referencing is uh, one of the tours that we had this summer that was very specifically named a physically accessible tour for us. So not all of our tours are going to be 100% physically accessible for everybody. Um, We try to meet uh, individuals and their needs and where they are. And then, you know, real talk, it is not our, our, um, our absolute gift is making every single tour physically accessible for everybody. So we will, we'll meet an individual, we'll talk about what we have coming up. And then we'll say like, this one sounds like it would be a great fit for you and your needs and, and what you're interested in. And one of the tours that we did this last summer, it was Seattle, right, Jocelyn? Yeah. So um, Seattle was our physically accessible tour. And an example of something that happened was that we were in conversation with 
the hotel that we were staying at for months about needing the, you know, fully physically accessible wheel in shower, wheel in, you know, room, having enough space to uh, move around the the room with a wheelchair. And um, it they did not actually save the accessible room for us. And that's just one example of the things that we were experiencing as a group that was not accessible. And some of those things are things, um, you know, we talk about this a lot that we don't have a lot of control over. Physical inaccessibility in the world and the way that buildings are made, sidewalks, um, you know, businesses, anything, there is always a chance, a good chance, sadly, that it's not going to be physically accessible for everybody. the thing that I think makes the Wayfaring Band unique is we'll put up a bit of a fight about it. You know, we'll talk about it. We'll, and we try to do this with love. You know, we feel, we can feel angry about it and we can feel, you know, upset that the world isn't accessible for all of us. And we do try to meet the community where they're at and use it as a way to learn, as to get better. So, For example, we talked a lot with the hotel and the people that were working there and the managers and, you know, in the future, this is something that you can do. We're sad that we, we had to be a learning lesson for y'all, but here in the future, this is some of the steps that you can take or the moves that you can make to make things physically accessible for us. And so we try to kind of combat inaccessibility with education and an openness to share what we know and share our experience with the world. Um, that may have been a bit of a tangent. I don't know if no, I'm staying on track here. <laughs> it's a shame because as you started like the hotel conversation story, I was like, oh no, I know I know exactly where this is going. We spoke to the hotel for months. Oh no. Like, and they didn't pull through. <laughs> Yeah. And, and there was also a food, um, um, uh, a food thing going on over there too. Like, like, like you know, certain people can't even take out down the damn hamburger bun just to say can't you not do gluten and stuff. And so it was that was another challenge too. And it's like people. Uh, don't understand like you know there's you could take down a hamburger bun and you know you don't cook with the hamburger bun in the with the meat that's and that's probably not even on set that's unsanitary too and you could just take it off just remove it it's not the biggest fucking big deal in the world um but you know there that's why it that place is called dicks <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, so that's why I was like, well, that's why it's called dicks. They're dicks. So they hire actual assholes in there. <laughs> it's a requirement. So, yeah, so that's why it's called the way it's called. But, yeah, seriously, like, you know, like, things like that. I mean, with the Wayframe, we can't, like Jen said, we can't control everything, you know. There's certain things, like when the ferry uh, thing, and had to walk another block to just kick an elevator I'm like this it's just like things like that we can't control I mean you don't you didn't know 
So it's shit like that, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. So, um, so we, so I guess we can. I can just say we kind of accommodate what we can accommodate, if that makes any sense. So, um, I should have. Uh, thanks for correcting, <laughs> correcting that for me, Jen. Because I mean, I was. I mean, I assumed. I assumed that it was like accessible stuff we you guys do but then you guys can't control everything you know and mm-hmm. so that's that's a good correction in my part too so. well jocelyn i think it also highlights something about accessibility is that it would be nice if there was a you know one size fits all with everything because wouldn't that be so easy but but the truth is that it that's not accessibility we all have very different needs and and your needs may likely be different from my needs. So, you know, that's why we talk about accessibility is really on an individual basis. And that may include physicality. It may include dietary restrictions. It may include sense. It may include so many different things that may not always be at the forefront of our thinking when it comes to accessibility, but we do try, especially with our local events, because Jocelyn, you were spot on about that. With our local events, we do try our, our very best to make it completely accessible. And by that, you know, we will have a sign language interpreter there. We will have it be a physically accessible space where people can get to the event, to the restrooms, to all of the, the spaces that you would need to get to in order to be successful in an environment. Uh, we'll have dietary options and we'll consider all of the differences with that as well. So we do try really hard to meet all of the needs and we recognize that nobody is perfect and we're going to continue to humble ourselves and we're going to continue to be learning um, what it actually means to be accessible. And we're going to, we have a commitment to keep trying and to keep getting better. And we're going to keep getting better um, each and every time we're going to keep it being better because not, I mean, like we can't control everything, but, and we're going to keep, we're going to be learning as we're going, you know, not everything that we do is consistent, but we're going to like try to do what we can, if that makes any sense. It does. That makes a ton of sense. And what I'm hearing too, is that the wafering band really values accessibility creates these accessible spaces and then when it's when things aren't in your control you advocate you fight for accessibility and even process like the ableist society that we're in like having those discussions too of like you know we did the best we could here and still there's these systems that we're continuing to fight but hopefully get better and and help society improve too Mm -hmm. exactly well, kind of winding down a bit, how about <laughs> let's switch gears and we can kind of talk about some exciting things like what trips have stood out to you? Ooh. Oh, even though it was a, a kind of, of exciting trip was Seattle, even though, I mean, it was it was fun overall. Um, Seattle was like, because I... Uh, there's another board member that lives in Seattle. And so I got a chance to meet her in person and then getting to spend time with her. And then we have uh, something in common that, uh, that 
you know, we, that we, uh, have. And, um, and then, uh, also with, uh, my other trip was, um, and that, so, an armor trip. So, like, when we took the, that was my first trip with the Wayfaring Man. So we took the train to Chicago and then Chicago to uh, Ann Arbor and then same thing back. Um, and so what stood out to me was like, you know, I really wanted to visit Chicago and we can go out, couldn't go outside because, you know, the bags and everything. And so what stood out to me was like, I'm going to go visit it. And then I finally did go visit Chicago about like last week. And, um, you know, things like um, when we do trips and stuff and um, I would like to, things like I like to go back on my own and just experience it myself too. Um, for my birthday, I plan on going to, I plan on going to Seattle for my birthday. Um, but things like, you know, trips and everything, like it makes you want to, like, if you see it once, then it makes you want to go back and visit it again and then see a different perspective, I guess you can say. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I want to continue on um, traveling with the Wayfaring Band as much as possible. Um, so, um, I mean, there's like, there's it's limited because it's like limited to like maybe eight people. Ten, eight to ten people, right, Jen? We travel with a total of sixteen people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and and there's so many band members, and so we try to uh, get as many people that are interested in the trip, and so um, we will uh, expose our trips till like when we do the fundraiser. So that's when we know when the trips are. And so, um, like, I will continue on traveling with the Wayfaring Band and doing all the good and all the fun stuff. And then, um, and it's, it, the trips are very memorable. And it makes you want to, like, tell people, oh, this is a good place, excuse me, a good place to visit. And so, every trip that I've been on, I will it continue to visit again, so. Yeah, Jocelyn already said it, but we're going to do a soft release of the tours that we have coming up for next year at our greatest hit party. So like Jocelyn already said, it is November 12th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. That's a Saturday evening. And it's at the Fieldhouse event venue in Denver on Federal Boulevard. And at that event is when we're going to do our soft release of all the tours next year. And then um, usually by December, we'll have it up on our website for people to be actually officially signing up for those tours. So if you want to know where we're going next year, you should come to that event. Yes. Awesome. And I'll make sure to link that in the description. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I guess kind of wrapping up, if the, is there anything else that you would like to share? Mm, I want to convince other people with disabilities to travel with the Wayfaring Band experience. And so, like, you know, if you have a person that has a disability that's, like, antisocial, this is a place to be, and it 
and some reason it 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 opens you up because it's you're around your own peers. So I can I really encourage a lot of people to check out the Wayfaring Band, even if you're not interested in just traveling with the Wayfaring Band. I would encourage you to do like anything like we do other things like uh, at the bike caucus, uh, speed dating, etc, etc. And so whatever comes up, try to come to the Wayfaring Bands events. Yeah, thanks, Jocelyn. I, I would agree. I would encourage anybody, especially an adult who is interested in anything the Wayfaring Band does, travel, adventure, inclusion, community, diversity. If you're interested in any of those things, holler at us. Uh, you can email us. You can call us. Let us know. We'll set up a meeting. You can come to our events. Um, our events are family friendly too. So if you have young people in your life and you want to bring them along, that's a good place for younger people to come um, experience what the Wayfaring Band is all about too, is our local fundraisers. Perfect. Well, thank you both for sharing. And are there, uh, or where can listeners find out more about the Wayfaring Band? You can go to our website, thewayframeband.com. There's lots of really fun videos that showcase what uh, different travelers all are, are all about and what our tours might look like. All of our artist odes are there. And then eventually all of our tours will be there too. Awesome. So exciting. But yeah, I'll make sure to put all of that in the description, your upcoming event. Um, yeah, so that people can learn more. Thank you both so much for coming on today. And for not only, I feel like sharing the spirit of the Wayfaring Band and the badass aspects of it, but like really thank you both for like sharing your experiences about like accessibility and kind of like the harder sides of some of these things too, of, of wanting to be treated like an adult. Um, I think these discussions are important and I'm, I'm excited to share it with the community. Awesome. Thanks, Bonnie. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Bonnie. Uh, hopefully we're writing to you again. Uh, hopefully you uh, booked something with the smoothie bus. Yes. Okay. I love the smoothie bus. I'll plug that into the podcast too. I love the smoothie bus. <laughs> I am like Smoothie Bus fan number one. <laughs> I think I'm Smoothie Bus fan number one. I'm okay, I'll be two. <laughs> I'll be three. <laughs> Perfect. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Jen and Jocelyn as much as I did. It was really nice getting to know them more and getting to know more about the Wayfaring Band. And I really just enjoyed the highlighting of the Wayfaring Band as a community, a community that celebrates inclusivity, support, adventure, accessibility, and creativity. I also enjoyed how we talked about how adults are adults, and the Wayfaring Band shows that in their kind of band, rock band vibe that they have, um, promoting independence through a not only their community, but upcoming events, such as the speed dating that they just had. I hope that you will support and follow the Wayfaring Band. Please check out the show notes for their social media and their website, as well as upcoming events, including their upcoming fundraiser, the Wayfaring Band's Greatest Hits, 10 Years of Tours, a Celebration. It is on Saturday, November 12th at 5.30 p.m., 
at the Field House in Denver, Colorado. Check out the description to get tickets to donate to them. And if you are an adult with disabilities, like Jocelyn said, consider joining the Wayfaring Band, joining that community that they're growing and learning and thriving in. Thanks again to the Wayfaring Band for coming on today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share it with somebody you think would enjoy listening to it. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com backslash navigating adulthood and IDD. For $5 a month, you get access to uh, previous session plans that were created monthly. Um, So there's at least uh, 24 plans, at least. So check those out for some resources uh, for music therapists for working with adults with uh, IDD. And it also supports the podcast, and you can totally sign up, get what you need, and unsubscribe at any time. Thanks again for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. This podcast is by Rhythmic Roots Music Services, LLC, with content and music produced by Bonnie Hout. Thanks for listening.